This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the Sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the one who trusts in human beings who seeks his strength in flesh, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a barren bush in the desert that enjoys no change of season, but stands in a lava waste, a salt and empty earth. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is the Lord. He is like a tree planted beside the waters that stretches out its roots to the stream. It fears not the heat when it comes, its leaves stay green. In the year of drought, it shows no distress but still bears fruit. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Blessed the man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor walks in the way of sinners, nor sits in the company of the insolent, but delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on his law day and night. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. He is like a tree planted near running water that yields its fruit in due season and whose leaves never fade. Whatever he does prospers. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Not so the wicked, not so. They are like chaff, which the wind drives away. For the Lord watches over the way of the just, but the way of the wicked vanishes. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, if Christ is preached as raised from the dead, how can some among you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If the dead are not raised, neither has Christ been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is in vain. You are still in your sins. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are most the pitiable people of all. But now Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came down with the twelve and stood on a stretch of level ground with a crowd of his disciples and a large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon. And raising his eyes toward his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, 
and when they exclude and insult you, and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven. For their ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Carla, as we begin the sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time, I want to point out to you and our listeners that February 14th, we celebrate St. Valentine's Day. And uh, although there are many stories about St. Valentine's, uh, I, I want to kind of, I guess right now, uh, kind of talk a little bit about how unfortunately it's really been turned into a secular event. Um, but as Christians, it does provide us a an opportunity amidst all of the the cards or the flowers or the candy or these other things that uh, that the world tells us to buy. Um, I think it really gives us still the opportunity to tell someone that you love them, right? That's, I think, what the heart of St. Valentine was about, is that sharing of that gospel, that Christian love, that how important it is. So take this time, this day, it's an encouragement, because we all sometimes uh, don't always do this very well. Tell someone that you love them, or show someone that you love them. Be kind to someone. Really demonstrate that Christian love that I think that was so important for St. Valentine. I agree. I think there's way too much focus that is put on Valentine's in the romantic part. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. It's not a bad thing, but just don't go. There's more to it. Yes. Um, when, when it's strictly left to the romantic part of it, that really distorts what it's all about. And like you said, it gives us an opportunity to reach out to others in our lives and let them know how much they mean to us. And not in the romantic way, but you know, it's a, in the um, more holy Christian Christian exactly. Love, yeah, right? and those yeah. who are single can certainly celebrate St. Valentine's Day, right? This Absolutely. is not, again, like you say, not the, just a romantic. The curse event. of the single, exactly. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a chance for everybody to demonstrate Christian love to somebody. Absolutely, Because yeah. really, true love is found in Christ. You know, it's important for us to put our hope in that one true love, in Jesus Christ. And I think that's a beautiful, really, way to look at this first reading today. You know, when we put our trust in man... We see the curse, cursings and the woes that follow, that lawlessness that happens when we put our trust in man. But if we put our trust in God and really demonstrate love as St. Valentine's would like us to see, we're certainly blessed. And in the Catechism, it talks about this in this contrast. This is from uh, paragraph 150. It says, Christian faith differs from our faith in any human person. It is right and just to entrust oneself wholly to God and to believe absolutely what he says. It would be futile and false to place such faith in a creature. Yes, well said, Kevin. That's that's exactly it, yeah. And moving on to our first reading today, we hear a little bit about Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah provides this kind of this two stanza poem contradicting cursing and blessing. Yeah, we hear the words, Cursed is the one who trusts in human beings, who seeks his strength in flesh, whose heart turns away from the Lord. 
Jeremiah is explaining what happens when we reject God and decide to become our own gods. When we ignore God's law given to us for our own good and decide for ourselves what is right and wrong. That's when we get into trouble. And we see this man-made God ideology playing out in society today. Solid foundations of logic and reason are being replaced by absurdity. The persecution of Christians will continue as the wicked work to push through more and more laws to advance their war against Christianity. But in this reading, Jeremiah also reminds us that those who trust in God, those who hope in God, will not be destroyed, and that even in the heat of the drought, we're going to bear fruit. And those words of encouragement are echoed in the responsorial psalm with the words, Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. And, and that is a wonderful encouragement, isn't it? <laughs> and, and we see that also in the second reading here where Paul is definitely offering us much encouragement, but also he's asking us to make a decision. And this is what I see the line here. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is in vain or it's useless. And when I think about that and that decision, do I believe in the risen Christ or not? I kind of go back to some of the Uh, scripture verses that uh, Christ said here in John chapter 11, I am the resurrection and the life. When he was out on his public ministry, as he was nearing his his passion, he says in uh, John, uh, the gospel of John, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. And then of course we see after his resurrection in Luke 24, See my hands and my feet when he talks to the the, uh, (laughs) astounded Thomas, right? That doubting Thomas. To me, the resurrection, above all, constitutes the confirmation of all of Christ's works and his teachings and how important and crucial crucial that is to make that decision to believe in the resurrected Christ. Certainly is, yeah. And you know, you think about it, Kevin, without Easter, without the resurrection, what we call Christmas would simply be a day upon which an extraordinary man was born. But it's because of Easter, it's because of the the resurrection that we know that Jesus is God. And we then celebrate on Christmas the birth of the Christ. Yes. And how how, that really ties that together very well, doesn't it? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's beautiful. Yes. Well, let's spend a few minutes in the gospel today. We're going to actually see how this is really the same sort of structure as we saw in Jeremiah at the first reading, this, this, this contrasting of four blessings and four woes. And what really struck me as it started out here is it says, Jesus came down with the 12 and stood on a stretch of level ground. You know, oftentimes you see him s- sitting as a sort of a teaching authority sort of position. I really love how he came on level ground, which to me shows how accessible God really is. He's not, he's again, sort of that, that uh, Easter and the Christmas tie and how accessible he is. I really see that beautifully explained here, approaching on level ground. And then he gives these four blessings. So I'd like to kind of just say the blessing and then what I see the blessing or the result of that blessing. Blessed are you who are poor, right? Blessed are you who are detached from the world. Blessed are you who are now hungry, you blessed are you when you are hungry for the word of God. Blessed are you who are now weeping. Blessed when you offer up reparation for sins of your own, but also sins for others. And blessed are those when when people hate you. 
right? Blessed are you when you are persecuted for the sake of the resurrection, for the sake of the kingdom, for the sake of my church, how blessed you will be. But if you place your trust in man, if you trace, place your trust in the world, the lawlessness that you mentioned earlier, woe to you who are now rich. Woe if you take the idol of wealth and worship that. Woe to you who are filled now. Woe if you continue to have these selfish desires which you cannot control and cannot place under the, uh, the, the uh, authority of the Spirit. Woe to you who laugh now. Woe if you mock the sacred and how often we see that in our world today. And finally, woe to you when all of speak well of you. Woe if you continue to seek notoriety, seek fame just to make yourself feel more important. What a wonderful contrast on how we need to live our life in this gospel today. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and the Beatitudes, they really do. They present to us a pattern for life, and they are kind of an extension of the Ten Commandments. You know, we might even say that the Ten Commandments are the what's, and the Beatitudes are the how's, right? The commandments tell us the actions that God that offend God, and the Beatitudes tell us the actions that show our love for God and neighbor. The call to be a disciple of Christ means more than just avoiding sinful actions. Not to say that the Ten Commandments aren't important, but simply living lives in a way that we avoid sin, that's not enough. Being true disciples of Christ mean that we put our faith into action, and in doing so, we grow in love for God and for our neighbor. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. Produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.